Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 480. Wow, that seems like a really big number. Uh, I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron, here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, and we got so much going on. We're going to have a blast this week. Joining us, first of all, he's representing the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. He's a sound man out there. He is Hot Wheels. How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing wonderful after a crazy bloody people. It was... It was warfare, folks, and you'll have to buy the DVD or digital download to find out what I'm talking about. Available shortly at PittsburghWrestling.com. I can't wait to edit that here later this week. Uh, You'll be I'll be be probably live tweeting the edit as I've been uh, doing lately as I'm getting into some of these projects, and I can't wait to check that out. Sounds like it was a lot of fun from the representatives that went out there. One of those representatives who's joining us uh, back on the show for the first time in a long time. He is Chachi. Chachi says on the Twitters, ChachiPlays.com. Yes. Give me a hug. Ah, oh, oh. buddy. There he's oh. hugging his computer. Look at that. Look at that. that he's back. Weird. He's back. At a certain I'm point. Here. You know, at a certain point, you because you have uh, re, uh, rebuilt your, your, your love for professional wrestling in several, several ways. And I want to have a conversation later in the show about that real quick if we can, Chach. Well, here, okay, let me just point something out really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I was on the show, uh, a common occurrence was making fun of Eamon during the, uh, what was it, the Indie Minute? Yep, yep. One of the reasons why we separated it from the show and made right. its own podcast. Uh, I, I always gave him shit for the Indie Minute. Um, and another one of the, the things that I was doing at the time, the last time I was on the show, was asking what NXT was every time you guys brought it up. <laughs> and now... And now, I look forward to Thursday mornings when I watch NXT. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. He's been transformed. He is a reborn wrestling fan, ladies and gentlemen. And check out ChachiPlays.com as well. And please donate to a great, great cause. ChachiPlays.com is the most important thing that you could do right now. There you go. There you go. Also with us uh, from Riz Plays on the Twitters and the YouTubes, it's the Riz... Place games. Place games. I got your Twitter right at least on the screen. Did, did. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> yes. This week has been hell. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. a little bit of a visual there. The wrestle uh, buddy is standing at full attention. Uh, but we also have a in studio panel. Ready with this and with props. Uh, right down the line, first on the right over there, DJ Lunchbox of PanelRiot.com. Hogan, Race Wars, fight! Fight! Hogan, <laughs> Race Wars, black! Hogan, won't fight! <laughs> and also, the Carlin's pair. Oh, that was Casey Jones in the boobies. Uh, Matt and Jen Carlin's. That's mainstream Matt and Jen Carlin's on the Twitters, respectively. Welcome to the... St- Jen's first time in the studio! Woo! Thank you, thank you. 
Thank you. And as is tradition, uh, LB. Did you put down a plastic cover for her on the couch? Because, I mean, that couch is dirty. Yeah, I already yeah, wet the couch on the last dirty. show. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. I'm sitting on a towel. He's sitting on a towel. There, don't there don't are, worry. Don't worry. I rubbed his nose that. in it, and I sent him out into the backyard after he wet the and couch. I, so. That's true. I still... I still have nightmares from the things I did on that couch. Well, <laughs> I made him eat things. Jen, and, Jen, Jen, the night is young. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that so goes. But this is your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. <laughs> Subscribe to us on all the video and the audio platforms. Share the <laughs> show if you dig it. Let other people know about the mayhem, <laughs> please. <laughs> Grow this Good nation. Time. You can also <laughs> drop us a line at that email address before Will. Put up the phone number. Good times ass. at wrestlingmanshow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Please, we want to hear from you. Several people on this show have been uh, messaging us. <laughs> Riz is making noises as he's positioning his uh, his uh, wrestle buddy over there. It's been very disconcerting. <laughs> I just like your... <laughs> I'm like, what are you having a wrestling match? <laughs> what is happening over there? <laughs> He's rubbing his tummy. What is that? I'm making him feel better. So making him feel better? No, write him, he write doesn't him a get weekend. to feel better. Write him a poem. Yeah, write him a poem, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, please check out our friends Basic Sickness, basicsickness.com, for the music you hear on this and the Indie Mayhem Show. Some great stuff, free music. He's got a new album in the works. Pittsburgh Local, of course. And, of course, uh, uh, you know, we'll, you'll find out all kinds of ways you can support the show, support friends, friends of the show throughout the wrestling world. Now they're playing with toys on the couch as well. Oh, so. man. We're the parents. last what time I was on the toys? show, the theme music was done by... Uh, LB. <laughs> wow, that's true. Wow. That's true. Before we had basic sickness, I did yep. a theme song. Right, exactly. I think we've, we've had a few different people do that to the same beat, I think, as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, we would just update it. Yeah, yeah. We're just like, we, that guy's not with WWE anymore. We should probably update this music. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> that's why we should do that. We should seriously perform all the old theme songs oh geez for the 500th episode oh geez i was trying to think if i knew all the words to like my own songs because <laughs> uh, I, I was like i was like i found like like the crap album on itunes on apple music and uh, which is weird because i know i'm we're kind of getting paid for me listening to my own music mm-hmm. uh wait, it, wait a minute you had an album mm-hmm. oh we've had this discussion mm-hmm. we know okay sure. this is there was off an al- air. LB, yeah. there was an album sword used to be a rapper and i guessed it on it you were like Snoop Dogg to his Dr. Dre. I yes. have the CD. Oh, that's, man, that's that so is great. a really accurate <laughs> summation of our friendship, actually. <laughs> actually, today is the birthday of the producer of that album. I, I, and, I, and, and he did an old... Oh, I, and I shared that on the Twitter today, so if you go look for that uh, from earlier earlier today. But this is not what this show's about. We'll have this conversation off-air. So we'll you every we'll day. have this conversation wow. off-air. Uh, go to YouTube, search of uh, crap monkey flings poo, and you'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, is where I'll leave that. But hey, you know what? There's some people, pay- there's some patrons on the Patreon supporting this show. One including the great uh, Antonio Garza of the WrestlingRevolution.com. Give him a plug. He's been the first patron uh, supporting the show. Also, of course, the. Woo! Woo! Long time supporter, so he gets us to do that. Become our boss. 
Become a friend of the show. Go to patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show and, and uh, find out what ridiculous stuff you get me to do when I say your name every week. Plus get uh, mayhem show gold, state of the mayhem, other secret inclusive stuff, and you guys become our bosses. That's right. Go check it out. So, what? It's I, I'm just stalling. I've just been stalling. We've been doing an intro for about eight minutes now because I don't want to talk about our first subject. How do we transition to this terribly serious topic? I don't know. It, it's horrible. Uh, Sorg, I, let's do it this way. Sorg, how do you feel about black people? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Sorg, remember, 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 there's one on the show. I understand that, yeah, and I appreciate that. Black. And I'm waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Wheels. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like if Sorg doesn't pull out Jerry Maguire right now, we're, we're missing it. Oh, well, thanks, thanks for leaving me into it. Sorg doesn't yell, I love the black man. We're waiting, Sorg. Wheels. Sorg does love the black man. Answer the Wheels. question, Sorg. No. Wheels, I love you, man. Yes, Sorg. <laughs> hey, I love you too. Hey, if Sorg did not love the black man, he would not have spent three hours in the car with me. That's right. I spent three hours in the car with Wheels. Exactly. Either way, so was, Sorg, Sorg loves black people. Yes, which is a yes. great transition because you know who doesn't love black people? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Oh no! Oh, oh brother. no! Oh brother! Oh brother! Oh brother! Oh, oh brother! Where art thou? Mm. Mm. Like this. This is the thing. We we we're joking, but it's not really that big of a Bar-fetched. joke. We yeah, have to we have joke to joke to cover our heartbreak. And and. And it, the thing is, the part where everybody gets confused about is the angle aspect to this. Like, hey, didn't McMahon say the N-word on TV that one time? Mm-hmm. Or didn't Booker mm-hmm. T say that one word? Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't add fucking to the, end, to the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say it 50 times in... Who knows what's coming out next? All right, we, we need to also, sum up. We, the, we need to sum up exactly what happened for those that maybe not uh, completely brushed up on on everything that's going on. Basically, uh, some audio or a transcript of some audio came up from a few years ago. I think they were saying about two thousand seven, back when I had a rap group. The sex tape. It's from the sex, sex tape. It's from okay. the sex tape. It's from the sex tape. So apparently, yes, Sorg had a sex tape. No, no, and I no. guessed it on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was great. Everyone I was I was the fluffer. Sword has a lot to fluff. Usually they don't let the fluffer on the camera, but that's pretty cool. Fresh. Not fresh, usually. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I lobby hard for it. Yeah. Look, nobody wants to see wet pubes. <laughs> we are avoiding talking about this so badly right now. <laughs> I can't see Sorg. I can't tell if he's laughing. There's a monitor in the way. <laughs> um. Anyways, so. There was a transcript from the sex tape, and it was talking about, uh, uh, what was it, somebody that was helping with Brooke's music career that wasn't going very well, and there's some very naughty, naughty N-words. He called him Ninja a lot, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, so He also he also uh, had some derogatory comments about uh, gay people as well. Right, right. Another one came out. I, I know we saw this today on the on the Facebook group. Apparently, this was uh, involving like an episode where they, they visited his uh, childhood home. And there, I guess a, a, a gay guy answered the door, and there was a little bit of uh, uh, bad stuff there. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. Before we go much further, about what Riz said about you know 
uh, Vince McMahon and, and you know, the uh, the hypocrit- hip, hip, mm-hmm. hypocritical nature of the WWE. Right. Cutting ties with him for this. Just because Hulk Hogan said and did these things doesn't make them doing it right or wrong. Yes. They're trying to do better. And it, this is an expression of that, I feel. Exactly. and yeah. uh, it, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say it doesn't make it wrong. It was fucking wrong in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> they're both, yeah, it was wrong and it's really wrong. Uh, but I was going to say the thing we're trying to do is we, we're saying Hulk Hogan, this guy, the one with red and yellow, was saying the, the words. Uh, but what the reality is, Terry was saying those words. It wasn't a character. It was the guy playing the character, but it wasn't in character. Right, right. He didn't say. Okay, but uh, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have children, and they right. look up to this oh. guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, where does that? Where there is no line there. Of course, of course, there's not. All I'm saying is the people who are defending them, defending Hulk Hogan or Terry, is Terry Balea is looking at it with that thin line of. Well, the character said it, and and not Hulk. Like, I don't I don't get that point. That, like this, Terry is a horrible fucking person. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan is the real American. That's like but, that's like saying like, Chris Benoit killed his family, but the crippler Chris Benoit did some great stuff in the ring. Exactly. You can't separate that shit. No, you can't. But can't you? I mean, have you gone back and watched a Chris Benoit match? No, yes. no, I actually uh, haven't. You you have it, but but you have. Yes, okay. I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, I know, I know this conversation has come up a lot about Benoit. But for me, I don't have a very hard time separating the art from the real person. Okay, um, and and then I will probably be able to watch a Hulk Hogan match and be able to compartmentalize that when I'm watching that too. It's not gonna. I'm not. I'm not doing 12-hour Benoit marathon, Sorg. But if no, a no, match no. comes on, I'm not going like, to be like, "No, after this, I'm going to turn it off." You know, I'm not. I'm not doing that because it was good. He was a good wrestler. I, I mm-hmm. think. I think the difference here, uh, you know, uh, Mel Mel Gibson said some really crappy things in, in recent years. We all, <laughs> we all know about that. We don't need to recount that. But are you going to stop watching Lethal Weapon? No, you but, stop watching no. episodes of Seinfeld because of what Michael Richards said. Exactly. No, but Mel, Mel Gibson yeah. and yeah. Michael Richards and Chris Benoit were not childhood role models. Exactly. I think that's why this you is You think that's the difference? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yes. I mean, and I'm not going to not watch a Hulk Hogan match. I'll still, right. if, it, if I'm watching a classic WrestleMania and a Hulk Hogan match comes on, sure, I'll yeah. watch it. But I'm not going to be like, oh, yay, that guy's still... Mm. Is it do good mm. or whatever? And I think I, I think you would be naive to think that most of the people that entertain you, be it in wrestling or otherwise, um, that this stuff doesn't happen. I think the unfortunate thing is uh, is Hogan got caught, right? Yeah. Uh, especially when we talk about just the way things were in wrestling, we've, we've commented several times. If you look at like '80s WWE stuff, there's some rough stuff there, racial, domestic, etc. Right. Uh, and and mm-hmm. and in a day where we're kind of talking about the Confederate flag and whether that should be okay, it, this doesn't hold up anymore. Now WWE's not scrubbing all that stuff, mm-hmm. so 
you know, but, you got to think if that stuff was making it on TV, what do you think the discussions were of people of that era? You know, that's just I'm not I'm trying to play a little bit devil's advocate here, but there is a little bit of like that's just how unfortunately things were and it's hard for somebody i mean how many people have parents or grandparents that still say some things you that really don't work today oh right no, oh yeah right. i mean it's the work yeah uh here's the thing though uh in this day and age wrestling isn't all rednecks anymore right right the fans yeah, yeah. so when you have paying fans who are uh, insulted by something that an icon in your product has done, Mm -hmm. you have to take action. Right, right. They lost $50 million on the stock market. So that that was at the beginning of the week. So it it could have been, it may have increased. I haven't checked. Mm -hmm. So, but imagine what it would have done if they kept Hulk Hogan on. Right. right. How much stock yeah. they would lose then. But, and the money in the advertising and all that stuff. Like, that's money you can't get back. Mm-hmm. Wheels? So, oh, ahead, wheels. Yes, let's ask the resident black guy oh, on the show. I was going to say, um... <laughs> wheels, how do you feel? And it's like something we just mentioned earlier. Um, the fact that uh, people keep mentioning McMahon saying nigga, and Booker T saying nigga. They said nigga. Oh, Terry Balea said the naughtier one. Mm-hmm. So, they cannot compare Booker T, who is a black person, and Vince McMahon with Terry Balea. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why sit there and bring those guys up when, no, Hogan is the bad guy. He's right. Yeah, right. He's, he's the jerk. Right, because it was said in a different way. It was it was it was unequivocally said in a hateful way, right? Yeah. Not as part of the storyline, not as part of anything else. It was like he's mad at that person, and that came out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so. exactly. I mean, it's well, kind of like don't uh, in basketball, Donald Sterling. He said the exact most mostly the exact same thing. Is that the Clippers guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he got his ass kicked out. He lost his. He lost ownership. Uh, and and the one thing I, I love, I, love, I had to think about for a minute is they took off all of his stuff on on WWE.com. They they made sure he's nowhere to be found on WWE Network, like for a search engine for a search. So they're taking out WrestleManias one through nine. Like in a row, uh, they're taking out half of WCW and all of the NWO. Mm-hmm. So that's what most of the people want to actually watch on WWE Network. They wanted to see. The, I wanted to see the the, the matches, the, the the matches that are were before before me. But now with this being thing, it's probably not going to be easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, this guy—you you know it had to be something big when they preemptively, when WWE preemptive something, when they go, we have to take preemptive actions so we don't get looked at as this <laughs> bad of company. Right. 
when they say, okay, Hulk, we're going to take you out before the video, before the tapes come out. They, they, they got, they had to know some serious shit was said on those tapes. Ugh. After the whole it, it, Chris Benoit thing where they had a tribute show to him before mm-hmm. all the information came out, I mean, they're so super gun-shy about this now, as well they should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the Chris Benoit stuff was happening during that show. Because you can tell when that, when that show turned, when they started figuring out what the hell happened. And then you started going, oh, we should talk about something else <laughs> about like, you know, women and the family and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> with, with Hogan, it's, what are we talking about? We have to get rid of them. Like they had, they had to do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if Ben Wying them was, Ben Wying him was a good idea, mm-hmm. but there's, there was no real alternative. Did, did you say, are, are they really scrubbing him from, like, WWE Network? I think they are. I don't think, I don't that, that, that's out. impossible. That's absolutely impossible, because there's so much... I, well, I think that if you search for Hulk Hogan... Oh, they, they just killed him from the search? It's <clears> not they like, killed him from the search? I say, it's not like you can't see what WrestleMania, uh, you know, 3 they, they deleted. They deleted his, uh, his WWE 2K15 stuff. Okay. Like the DLC that cost money, uh, because that is his name on there. That's not WWE's name; it's his name. Uh, and they decided to get rid of anything that has to do with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. That, that's a shame. And and, and there's mm. like there's not there's there's other like, there's other people it's just because this is so public because there's other people that have done horrible horrible things including murdering other people like well even like uh superfly jimmy snooker is still kind of under this weird investigation thing you don't see his stuff disappearing right um but again this became such a such a huge huge thing matt did you have something i wondered uh what you guys think about the amount of uh fellow wrestlers who have come out on twitter and other places in support of hulk hogan I haven't oh, seen. I'm sorry, uh, mm. or should we say, in support of Terry Balea? I haven't seen that. I've seen the uh, <laughs> "Hey, here's Drake and all my black friends on on, on social media" kind of thing. And, and Eamon is that, talking. That was my and, and Eamon is talking about he doesn't feel sympathetic for Hulk if he he didn't he, he might have feel more sympathetic for Hulk if he didn't immediately go to the "I have black friends, I have friends that are black" well <laughs> mm-hmm. on social media, which yeah. I kind of agree with. That was kind of a that Hogan was, on Twitter. You got to lay out. You got it. Get off Twitter right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. stay away. Yeah. yeah Change your password and walk he, away. He's tweeting about his workouts and shit, like everything was normal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I think Matt was trying to get me started here already. Uh, I got blocked by Tito Ortiz because I was trying to def- defend myself because he was supporting Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Tito Ortiz shouldn't really be supporting anybody. Because he allegedly attacked his girlfriend. Just saying, allegedly. Hey. He did fight it in court and won. But come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's uh, you know, you say don't meet your heroes, right? Uh, don't don't. Right. Uh, to be honest, like, hey, yeah, most of them are shitty. You know, most of them some really stupid stuff uh, to get where they are, or just you know, are at a different level when they're at that that level, right? 
Um, and it's unfortunate. Um, there was a, uh, this is all coming out and, uh, over the time and I felt so bad. I had a Hulkamania shirt packed for the gathering last week. There was a guy with so a Hulkamania cool. shirt on at the Insane Clown Pass Posse, uh, uh, seminar and asking if they had heard and asked if there's still Hulkamaniacs anymore. And, uh, to the they said, you know, we haven't listened to it. We're really, really hoping we get a chance to read that and, and see that maybe it's not as big a deal as, as it sounds like it is as we're hearing about it, but they said, nah, fuck that. If that's really what he said and that's really what he thinks, fuck that, we're not Hulkamaniacs anymore. So that's why I got the question on screen, are you still a Hulkamaniac? And uh, to me, I'm... uh... (sighs) While you process that, I'll Uh, I'll just say that, we'll, we'll go around, I think everyone should answer this question. I never identified myself as a Hulkamaniac, so I get the... I get the past right, right, off. and that's what I think. Like, 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 I, I, when I'm putting the question out on the Facebook, they're like, "Oh, I never was. I was, I was more of a Hulk, uh, warrior guy or Macho Man guy." It's like, no, no, seriously. If you're a Hulkamaniac, I don't give a crap about anybody else. I, I want to know if you were a guy like me that grew up as an eight year old wearing out the WrestleMania three tape from his uh, local video store, doing the poses, going nuts, like I watched John Cena kids doing now live. Uh, are you still a Hulkamaniac? Is the question. No. No. Okay. As the resident black guy, I will answer this question <laughs> first. Wheels lays it out. I'm so glad he's here. Is he our I, Hulk Hogan was the reason I started watching wrestling. I had the shirt, like Sorg said, with the tearaway and everything. And I tore it, so I don't have it anymore. But, yes, I have Hulk Hogan... LJN figures in a closet. Doesn't mean I'm going to throw them away. No. But I am a wrestling fan, so I'm not a Hulkamaniac. I'm more of a WrestleManiac. So. That was a different movie, dude. What was that, Sorg? Sorry. That was a different kind of movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it was. But I mean, yeah, I. No, I'm not a Hulkamaniac anymore right right well here's the thing and and for the record i was never a hulkamaniac i was far too young to know wrestling at that point in time but uh, i i feel like you can still say that you are or were a hulkamaniac because really how relevant is being a hulkamaniac in this day day and age Mm-hmm. Also, it's something akin to uh, liking a band. Mm-hmm. You can be like, oh, I love them, until they released this album, and then I kind of moved on. Until they dropped this album that says the N-word a lot in a hateful way. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it, I mean, you, I don't know. You can go both ways on it, but uh, I was never a Hulkamaniac, and I, I, I'm still not a Hulkamaniac. All right, I've settled down to I am still a Hulkamaniac in spirit of the character. Obviously, I think the person, Mm -hmm. and I've had my problems with the person for about 10 years now, obviously the person himself is a piece of shit, okay? Uh, But uh, I'm really pissed off that I I just bought a Hulkamania uh, shirt, and uh, I feel like wearing that around is akin to wearing the uh, Confederate flag as a shirt uh, around Pittsburgh. Uh, So uh, that sucks. That fucking sucks. Uh, but again, I will be able to either way, 
I'm going to be able to watch old Hulkamania, Hulk Hogan matches, NWO, and I'm going to. That's part of your childhood. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, I, I did look it up. You can still search for him. You can on still the search network. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he didn't get the Benoit scrub. I think they're just. Um, they did the site scrub. I know. Um, yeah, they got rid of his Hall of Fame picture. No, no. If they, if they, Ooh. if they scrubbed him from network, no. And they didn't even fully scrub Benoit. You nope. just can't find him. But if you know where to look, you know where to look, right? They You're probably preview. What's that? They just put that preview on there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, Not the so preview. The warning. They they do have a specific warning for him. Yeah. Don't if you're going to watch a pay per view with him on it. Isn't there some kind of warning that says this? Contains... I have to go look. Yeah, there, there's yeah, a right. warning, and I don't think they have like on the network where if you're in a pay per view, you have your different uh, milestones um, on your timeline where it shows you where the matches start and begin. And I don't think. Uh, Benoit matches will show up on that, and those are always wonky to begin with. They never start at the right time. They're, they're they don't always include all the right wrestlers and stuff. <laughs> so I'm sure again, you know, main event to you know what WrestleMania 20 or whatever is like. Why why is that a two way? I don't remember. Wait a minute, who won that one? You know, I mean, Stevie it, Richards won that. that, that yeah, Stevie Richards won at WrestleMania 20 the WWE title. So, uh, but but no, I <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing. Just scrub his face over there. No, anyways. Uh, hugging on Eddie Guerrero, Stevie Richards, you know. Uh, but uh, no, no. It sucks. Uh, I don't think we'll – may never have another moment. I'm glad we got what we did at WrestleMania 30 um, with Hogan, Rock, Stone Cold, for instance. Um, live from the Silver Dome. Live from the Silver Dome, brother. Brother. And what may be even more ironic about that, maybe this isn't ironic, he had already said those words before WrestleMania 30, sort. Well before. Mm-hmm. Well before that. Well before. And again. Those words had already come out of his mouth. And again, it's not a matter of he's always been a shitty person. Um, and somebody's pointing out some stuff that uh, Ole Anderson and Ric Flair uh, had, had supposedly done. I want to say about uh, 80% of the people in wrestling that you follow and idolize are probably pretty shitty people. Especially in the 80s. I hope you're a little over, uh, mm-hmm. overestimating on that uh-huh. one. No, no, no. If, I, if I'm talking to with Riz, on the 80s, probably pretty shitty people. There was a lot of cocaine going around. <laughs> Hacksaw and Jim Duggan and Iron Sheik both got arrested in the same car with cocaine. Mm-hmm. So, and they were feuding at the yeah. time. Yeah. And they're, they're still loved and, well... They're still loved. Uh, but they just have the... the that stigma now that they were supposed to have this feud and they got caught in the same car with the Coke. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon said, you'll never work in this town again. And or you'll never work in this company lying. again. And then, and, and he's back and he's back. Everything mm-hmm. heals. You know, everybody has been back for the most part, you know, but so. I don't see, I don't see this healing too soon. No, no. Uh, Hogan will be never back, never be back in as large a capacity as he has been in recent years. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, to an- to answer your question, um, uh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Sorg. I don't, I, I, I probably won't say that I'm totally against watching Hulk Hogan matches, but I'm also not going to sit there and go. This guy's like, the guy who plays him is a piece of shit. Uh, but just to 
it's very, very confusing because I I was brought up with three three of these three wrestle bikes, and two of them have vanished for some reason. I don't know if I I decided to take them away or not, but this guy survived, has been surviving for how many years? I don't even for over over 20 years and now I'm looking at him I'm like how the fuck like I don't know how else <laughs> to speak about this it, it, it angers me that he's that Terry's that Terry Balea said it but like Sorg said I'm gonna probably still watch Wrestlemania 3 Wrestlemania 1 where he teamed with Mr. T and anything else that he probably has done with the NWO and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So the character will probably live on, but Terry Bollea is scum. And yeah, but now, now here's a side question. Would you guys still maybe WrestleMania 34? If he's still alive, would, would he's gonna you be coming out on a walker? Would you would you guys still mark out for Real American? I don't mark out for Real American now. I hate to say that, but Hulk Hogan burned through his goodwill with me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's just another asshole athlete who is a dick. And somehow we're surprised that another athlete is doing something that's a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's frustrating. It's 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 annoying. Because he is that you know that icon from so many of our childhoods, and we like to think that you know he would be better than that. But really, it's just like when when any football player has like a drug scandal or a marital scandal scandal. I can't fucking talk, or <laughs> you know, a basketball player or whatever. It's just it's just another athlete who got paid because they're really good at one thing and we translate that into they're probably a very good person. Mm-hmm. It, and it's almost kind of funny too, because with Hogan, I mean, there was so much that kind of came before this all got out. There was stuff about, you know, Hogan, the backstage politician and Hogan holding guys down and Hogan, you know, doing whatever he would do to stay on top. And it almost became, as he grew older, it almost became like, Part of his part of his charm is like, ah, oh, Hogan, you know, hey, remember the time he, you know, did X, Y, Z at WrestleMania six, and you really didn't let Warrior shine the way he should have. <laughs> um, but so we all knew Terry Bollea, the person, was probably doing some underhanded stuff behind the scenes, <laughs> but because it never reached this extent, yeah, we could kind of like get over it. You it's, know what? Nah, that's just it's, him. It's, that's it's, just what he is. But this is something. You can't get over. It's that public opinion, that public revelation kind of thing, you know. Uh, when you can, I, I think there's like you can't go to how many times you you wear a wrestling shirt or something, and they were like, "Oh, wrestling!" You used to watch Bob, Bob Bruno Sorrentino, Studio Wrestling, whatever. Oh, I used to watch Hulk Hogan. You know, those people now. Oh yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, didn't he say some really crappy stuff about a year ago? Is what mm-hmm. you'll, your conversation will be now. Mm-hmm. You don't. That same person isn't saying. Oh, Hulk Hogan, I hear he's really shitty backstage. You know, that's not that's a smart mark thing. 
right? Yeah. That's between us and our our little circles, right? Now it's publicly again. I kind of go to the Confederate flag thing. You know, the the discussion is that it is this thing. Whether you thought it's been all these years and you watched Dukes of Hazards, I did. You know, and that's become mm-hmm. another thing. Hulk Hogan. Somebody had the Photoshop of Hulk Hogan with the Confederate flag uh, shirt rep. Mm-hmm. It feels like the same thing. This thing represented my pride, my Americanism, uh, everything that I thought was good. Yeah. And to some people, that flag meant the same thing, for whatever reason, forgetting about whatever that meant. Right. And we can get all that conversation. But that's it. It, it is the same thing. That thing that meant so much to me. Now everybody is telling me, or he is telling me, or showing me examples of why is not why is a horrible, horrible thing, and now I got to deal with that. So, and some people resist that. You know, some people are going to be out there. It's like I'm still a Hulkamaniac. I'm going to wear my Hulkamania shirt. Yeah. to the next show in disgust. They're in denial. But the people are out right. there right now. Exactly. They're on Twitter. They're right. in I know because denial. Hogan's retweeting them every single hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, some of them, some of them are just bullshitting to Hulk Hogan. No yes. doubt. Yes. Yeah, like there, there are some people who there are some famous guys on there that are being tweeted by not so famous guys, mm-hmm. portraying them as father and son, <laughs> best buddies, and it, it, I think most of them were like a football team, football club, uh, which was kind of weird. Uh, but but like I think Matt, you said it before, he needs to stop. Like no, nobody's gonna take him seriously. Nobody's taking him seriously now. Now he's retweeting everybody who thinks he's serious, who, who he thinks thinks he's serious, mm-hmm. and they're not even serious about that. So just maybe step back from your pedestal and go away for a month, two, three, maybe a year, and maybe it'll blow over. Right. And, and, and he did, and he did apologize, Sorg. He, did. he issued a statement. Bullshit. He apologized. Listen, Riz. He he issued a statement. He apologized. He owned it. But what he's doing now is not is not going to help in the long term. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I don't. I don't consider that a, an apology because the very next day, the very next day, he started going on about how Obama said it on a podcast and how <laughs> how. How that was Vince a really good McMahon, podcast, now he by the way. even said Vince McMahon was, did it was. too, and how he's a hypocrite and all yeah. that stuff. So no, I don't take his apology seriously because no, no, that's what no. he. Th- he well, I didn't believe him. I didn't believe it was a sincere apology either. But he did it. I mean, it was a media it's apology. PR one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to PR. You apologize. You lay out. You wait for it to blow over. You come back. Everyone loves a comeback story. You get a reality show. You, you get yourself redeemed, and we'll see you at all WrestleMania right. thirty-five. All right, all right. You know but what? I got it. I role, got. You know what needs to happen. You know what? Here's my here is my Hulk Hogan recuperation plan. Okay, all right. He did the thing. Stays off Twitter. Again, bad, horrible. That's, that's the key. That's that's, that's you got to stay away from that. Step one. Step one. Get off that. Twitter. <laughs> uh, step step three. I don't know. I have a few steps in there, but it's going to end up in the most kick-ass music video with Snoop Dogg and uh-huh. Hulk Hogan teaming up. And Darren Young, maybe Hulk? No, not Darren. Uh, isn't yeah, Darren well, actually, Young. that would be the ultimate uh, uh, make good by uh, hanging out with Darren Young, I guess. But uh, but uh, Jen, you got something to say over there? No, you've been very I quiet you're during saying this. Millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I think we've done this to death with the bulk of the show so far. Uh, a lot Jen's of trying to set an example for Hulk by staying quiet. 
Hulk, if maybe you were more like Jennifer, we, you know, you would have a chance. There you go. Right now, no chance. All you got to do is bow leave. <laughs> that too. There you go. Well, we'll see how this works out. And like I said, we're all kind of reeling from it in, in one way or another. Those of us that are longtime Hulk, Hulkamaniacs. I love that. Uh, Riz, is this the last you're going to wear all your Hulk Hogan gear there for a while? Because <laughs> I noticed you got all of it on. And mine's still um, in my bag from the gathering. And I haven't really. It's going to stay there a while, I think. I, I might I might do some like Instagram things with this buddy right here. Uh, but yeah, that, that, it's, I'm probably not even going to. Meant even realize this is in my closet anytime soon. If you have a, uh, if you have a, a rock figure and and anything else, they just have the scene where like just like the buddy and it just says, "I'm sorry." <laughs> so, oh, he's he's gonna do a lot more than that. Sort. Oh no! Oh no! All right. Well, with that, please let us know your thoughts. We're on the twitters. I'm sure a lot of you guys got opinions. In the meantime, you can support the show, PittsburghWrestling.com. Some great stuff in IndieWrestling.us coming very, very soon uh, as well. It's going to be uh, restructured and, and a nicer way for you guys to check out your indie wrestling from the IWC, the RWA, including, hey, there's this DVD coming out tomorrow as we record <laughs> this uh, that is actually featuring... Our little Hulkamaniac here, Riz. Um, he gets a he gets a little bit of a spot on it. I didn't even I didn't even like give myself a spot on this thing, Riz. And I spent three days next to the guy too. You did, and and but I had to go through all this stuff. It's great. It is uh, the Legend of Virgil and his traveling traveling merchandise table. Uh, there's actually if you go to uh, a Chair Shot Reality with Justin Labar, Virgil was on there reading mean tweets about himself. <laughs> and there's a fantastic trailer uh, with this this uh, DVD that I've been living with for the last two, three, four months. Uh, we visited his apartment in April. Yes, I went to Virgil's house. Oh, how did it smell, sort? Uh, did it smell like flowers? No, I just sounded... It smelled it, like failure. Oh. Let's try to be nice. And it smelled the like thing. '80s wrestler. Okay, uh, but anyways, it, <laughs> this is um, this is now beat the pre-orders of the Montreal Theory, which was uh, I know uh, uh, Linda Hart hates us uh, because of that one. So uh, uh, Virgil apparently not going to hate us. I think he's going to do fine out of this whole deal. Uh, so oh, yeah. from from the things that I've been seeing and his. Uh, uh, I, if you guys have seen, he's been all over Twitter. I, I guess the guys that have been helping the Iron Sheik are now helping Virgil. And oh, uh, we're learning oh. about <laughs> we're learning about from his uh, Indiegogo helping, video helping. and the AMA on Reddit. Helping. He did an AMA on Reddit. Sure, I can't wait for the uh, Virgil documentary uh, to go with our, our our interview. There is a Virgil documentary. Oh, yeah. Sure, it is. It is. Well, it's more of an interview. So we we go through. We talk with him for a bit. There's pop up facts checking as he's telling us Virgil facts. Um, the, the yeah, I really enjoyed the the, the the uh, trailer. I was just like, I want to watch this now, just to watch Wait, the rest of it. Is it the Joe Dombrowski facts that he, or is it actual facts? Facts. Uh, our our fact checking department, which is Joe, oh, which is Joe Dombrowski. <laughs> Uh, but there's also plenty of stories, uh, some crazy stuff, some matches that he was involved in, including one where Virgil fights three guys. I think I remember that one. You remember that one? This may be the most important professional wrestling documentary ever conceived. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Sorry, Zach Gowan. I'm on it. Sorry, Zach Gowan. And Riz is on it. 
So uh, go check that out. Uh, uh, Joe-Dabrowski.com. You can pre-order the DVD now. But by the time you're listening to this on the <laughs> podcasting feeds, it's going to be up for digital download. It's going to be up for sale. Uh, I should have a couple copies if you see me at the IWC show this weekend. I know Joe is bringing a lot of copies down to um, – I think he's going to be in Charleston, West Virginia for some kind of wrestling fan fest. Uh, so you can pick up a copy physically there and uh, get it into your beady little hands. So, uh, go and of course, uh, the digital will be at pittsburghwrestling.com. So, with that, uh, let's get to subject number two, a uh, little happier topic, maybe sometimes for the ladies. Uh, so, so two <laughs> things, two things happen. Yes, sir. Uh, two things happen. One, John Cena, <laughs> the highest and the lowest, uh, uh, he had his, uh, film come out, a, a train wreck. Apparently he was a pretty big part of that film yes that's correct yes. Uh, well i don't know would you say he was a big part of that film honey not as big as seth rollins <laughs> uh, good times that's true no seriously how was it i, I have no idea that's good he was good yeah. i liked it he I specifically it. was very good Okay. He was very convincing as a muscle-bound meathead Sorg. Mm-hmm. Who was oh. also gay. That sort of <laughs> what? Maybe sort of gay. Wait, what, like gay, gay, or like um, or that like a uh, uh, bodybuilding movie with the Rock and and Mark Wahlberg kind of deal. Yes, so, yes, kind of like, like that. that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which was a fantastic movie. What was it called? Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Yeah. That's Love an awesome that movie. movie. Highly recommended. It. Yes. It's real freaking weird. And Michael the Rock Bay, can is you amazing. believe it? Yeah. Awesome. Some good stuff. And this uh, actually came in at, uh, what did it do for, oh, it did, I thought it was a little higher in the box office. I think it's a second weekend, Sork, so I think uh, you're going to be. Second weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Trainwax, uh, last week they were in third place, they're in fourth now. So, I mean, it did do bad, uh, 17 million, 61 total gross, so uh, not bad for a comedy these days, I'd say. For an, for an R-rated romantic comedy? Wow. Yeah. If it's even it's threatening good. 75 to $100 million, it's doing really well for an R-rated wow. comedy. Wow, yep. that's yeah, amazing. Definitely. But it's got, I mean, it's got a lot behind it. I mean, Amy Schumer alone mm-hmm. um, could sell the shit out of it, but then you get Judd Apatow, because it is a Judd Apatow film. Uh, on top of that, and then all the positive buzz it's getting, and it's, it's, it's a good little movie. It's really, really good. I thought Bill Hader was good. Bill Hader was great. Loved yeah, him. I wasn't expecting oh, yeah. him to be that good. LeBron was funny. I loved LeBron. Yep. yep. Awesome. But awesome. getting back Ladies to Cena. Uh, you see his, we saw his penis. <laughs> no. That That's what we're, we're talking about. about. You see, you sort, you see. Okay, go ahead. What? You want to describe it? Who, whose penis are we talking about? John Cena's penis. <laughs> the only penis in the film. Not as good. See, as see Seth there's Rollins. a part. See, That's there's true. A part it is. It was smaller than Seth the, Rollins. That, it's because they were moving. It was covered. Uh, it was covered with a washcloth. It was covered effect. with a backlit washcloth. <laughs> and it was like, the, the, and it's still. I can tell you. I can tell you no, what religion like John Cena rack. is now. What? <laughs> <laughs> that man is circumcised. He's he's wandering around a bedroom in the nude after fucking spoilers just got done um, fucking and um you could you're, you're, you're viewing him and he's in the bathroom and he like starts to turn around and you're like oh my god they're gonna show me full frontal john cena and they cut away and you're like oh oh wow that was a close one you totally already saw his ass and they just got the three washcloth just that's it Hanging on, hanging a on his dick. Washcloth in your imagination, and the whole scene nation there for everyone to see. It's amazing. It was backlit. It was a perfect outline of his uh, of his uh, chain gang. It was probably. You <laughs> <laughs> <It was probably. laughs> can't see me. Exactly. That's what I said. 
Wait, did the towel, did the, did the uh, washcloth have never give up on it? It said hustle, loyalty, oh respect. <laughs> you know, I didn't even put that together, but yeah, I'm never going to look at John Cena holding that rally towel at the top of the entrance ramp the same never. way. Yeah, it's way better now. <laughs> it's, it's, it suddenly makes sense. Because now he jerks off in it. <laughs> what else can I do? Hey, um, but Obi, let me ask you this. Yes. There was a uh, preview for another movie that's coming out. Um, a, a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler movie. Sisters. Sisters. And, Sisters I, yeah. and I saw John Cena in that movie trailer, too. Did you see that? Um, I actually missed the trailers, but I do know he's going to be in this film. And I can't wait for it. I saw and this it. one's really even excited. this one's even greater. Greater. He's got a giant neck tattoo in this one. Sword. Yeah, he plays. He basically plays the villain of the piece. John Cena's a movie star. I like them. Bad John boys. Cena's a heel in the movies and a face in the ring. Although he was only sort of a he wasn't really a heel in the movie. He was just an idiot. He loved her. <laughs> he did. That part was sad. You're right. That part I was really sad. Broke I his heart. That was a bummer. What he was no saying is what Nikki Bella wants to hear. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's right. right. He wants he, he wants her to be his uh, CrossFit queen. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that line was said. Yeah, go see the movie. It's really good. It is very good. Go it's check it very out. funny. It's a little more. uneven in parts, and the ending was painful to watch. But everything else is really good. <laughs> that's awesome. It had a couple parts that weren't perfect, but you know yeah. what? It's it, it's a smooth ride. Yeah. So so part. from that, from at least he got the movie stuff out of the way. He's filmed some stuff mm-hmm. uh, because his face just shattered exploded yeah, yeah. What, one last thing i want to say about the movies is that he's got so he's got judd apatow and amy schumer endorsing him as an actor and now he's got tina fey and amy poehler also endorsing him as an actor he's in he's mm-hmm. set those guys use the same it's basically like the same group of actors i recognized half of the people in train wreck because i've seen them do work with amy schumer and judd apatow before if he if sisters does even remotely well, he's in. He's in with that group, and that's fantastic to me. Awesome. He's gonna be a movie star, Sorg. Yeah, he is. He's gonna leave us like the rock. <laughs> he's never gonna But leave what, us. Like, would, would some people be so mad about that though? No. 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 I mean it, it, the, what? 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 What, what Riz? What, what Riz? Riz. Go ahead. They will, they will probably be mad because they get so excited when he shows up. Because they get to boo him. It would be nice it's if just, he went away so when he came back I would be excited to see him again. And then I would get more Dean Ambrose time. That's right. Also a movie star. I, right. I feel like the, the kind of movies that he's going to be making are not going to be the kind of movies that most wrestling fans go to see. No. <laughs> Huh? They're going to be rom-coms. They're going to be action. Oh, well, the, the, oh. He's going to do some action stuff. Wrestling yeah. fans will go see Cena. Or Cena fans will go see Cena. If if, res- if John Cena starts doing a lot of action flicks like The Rock, wrestling fans will go see it. But I don't I don't see your run-of-the-mill wrestling fan running to see Tina Fey, Amy Poehler movies. The problem is no. that Cena's core fan base, Sorg, the little tykes, is fine. should not be going to see no, Trainwreck. No, no, <laughs> no. It's over. no. Well, you know, I, I think um, I, I think you're right about that. And also, they've tried him at action movie. It didn't work mm-hmm. out. So, may, I mean, maybe at a certain point, if, if this other stuff pops for him, maybe, you know, a Michael Bay picks him up or something like that. Or, you know, like some of the great stuff that Rock has been able to do. So you also think Rock did not just action movies throughout his career. He did um, 
Uh, no, he had this really long run with Disney. Tooth Fairy, exactly. That was a, that was a strategic was... move, a decision that The Rock made early in his acting career. Mm-hmm. He was going to do his family-friendly stuff, and it paid off for him in the long run. But hey, exactly. even The Rock, when he was first doing his acting, wasn't all that great. But hey, He was know, really okay, good in Be Cool, out. though. Yeah, when he played the weird cool. gay cowboy bodyguard. He was awesome in that. Yeah, that was a big role for him. That's what right. sold me on The Rock as an actor. But our five-year-old thinks The Rock is the Tooth Fairy. That's right. And was crying the other day because Mason couldn't find his tooth and was crying because The Rock couldn't come visit us. (laughs) Parenting is hard. Wow. At least he didn't Um, see the Larry the Cable Guy version. That's right. That's right. And I said, Mommy is sad. They wouldn't abuse their children. How dare you say that? (laughs) These are good people. (laughs) But, anyways, okay, going around, uh, wrestling got a little real on Monday night. Um, when uh, Seth Rollins apparently uh, uh, sticking it to him because he wasn't threatened by what he saw in Trainwreck uh, from John Cena, uh, uh, completely <laughs> shattered his nose. I've never seen anything like that in pro wrestling. It was crazy. It was sideways. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for him to get the starring role in Goonies. <laughs> oh <laughs> God damn! Wow. I've been waiting I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> like wound up. Sloth reference in the Mayhem show. Alright, oh, alright, you got anything else for us? Mask. <laughs> oh. Oh. Maybe they're gonna give him uh, Cody's mask from uh the shattered mirror. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, paper bags on people's heads. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah. We'll, we'll he's get a heel turn. The one Cena mask that he wore in like the, the week he was in doing in just doing like dark matches. Oh yeah, that was good. One Cena. Amazing. Uh, holy shit, that was nasty. I, I have to confess, I was I was watching Raw, and uh, but but you see, John Cena wasn't on at his normal nine o'clock start time. Yeah, and I was getting a little bit tired, and mm-hmm. I took a little Cena siesta, and I slept through that entire match, and woke up only in time to see uh, poor Seth tapping out. Oh, uh, and well, I fell asleep after the Ambrose curfew. Of course, that was like eight fifteen. By the way, I didn't even so, get to see him shirtless. So I went to bed. Um, yeah, right after the uh, Orton Kevin Owens match. Because everything I had wanted to see on Raw had already happened. But you didn't know you wanted to see uh, somebody's face explode at about the 11.02 time. Uh, I I did not know that I wanted to see that. And I'm sad that I went to bed because that is something I would have been interested in seeing. Yes, yes. (laughs) yes. Uh, Definitely bleeding a good bit. Uh, They finished the match and it's kind of like the Sami Zayn thing. It kind of made the match a bit better, right? Uh, so, what do you think? Is he going to be off the shelf? I don't know. What happens with a broken nose, especially that freaking severe? Can he wrestle the next couple of weeks? Honey. It'll be difficult. It'll be difficult? Can he even do promos? <laughs> he can do promos. Okay. Promos. He'll, he'll sound funny. <laughs> like he sound, He'll sound like Virgil for a couple of days. Because his nose back with is the- like... Crunched in. Think we can get him to come back with the Undertaker mask, Sorg? <clears throat> he could wear the cane mask. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really a, enthusiastic a about the uh, Cody Rhodes mask coming back. I think that'd be a good thing. What was that? Uh, but yeah, he can still wrestle. He, he, but, but like you said, they have to put something over top of it. Uh, 
<clears throat> and I think they're trying to keep him away from activity now for the next few month, few weeks until mm-hmm. SummerSlam. Cool. Hope you guys are ready Seth for Rollins. a month of John Cena promos. Mm-hmm. I sounded cool. unhappy when I said that. But as it, long as he stops tapping out my favorite guys, that'd be fine. <laughs> I'm real so. excited. You fucking deal uh, with we're it. Not, uh, That's what happens when you come up against happy. the best. Oh, hey, fucks. all right. Oh, God, <laughs> stop right. it. Yeah, lost in the shuffle. <laughs> lost in the shuffle of Cena getting his face exploded is the fact that the United States champion cleanly tapped <clears> out the world champion on Monday Night Raw. Not even on pay-per-view, Sorg. Just give that shit away for free, right? Right, LB? You know, right, here's, super fan? I, I wanted to talk to you about this, actually, because you've been riding no. Cena's dick real hard lately. Yeah. The whole mayhem yeah, yeah, I know. Wow. pissing me off. And he's here's the problem. Here your, two... your anger is directed no. in the wrong place. It's not John Cena's fault that these people oh. are losing in this fashion. You need to be pissed off at the writers and the management, my friend. Oh. Jen, you, you need to, you need to get Because Cena wields no power. Cena wields no real power. You just want a figurehead. You just want a figurehead to be angry about. Listen to him. He knows only be the. Why would they possibly listen to John Cena? He's only been the top guy in the company for a damn decade, Sorg. Because they don't give creative control. Because they don't give creative control in their contracts anymore. Talk to the man. Talk to the man over there. I can't even. I can't even. He feels he can't reason with. They don't give creative control in their contracts anymore. Not since. Uh, racist Hulk Hogan <laughs> in WCW <laughs> ran that to the ground. Back around. Um, Not yeah, since creative Swisher. control is a bad idea, but yes. it doesn't mean that. Hey, you know what? But you know what? How many times has Cena been like, oh, "I want to have a match, a balls out match with Cesaro," and they're like, "Oh, sure, go ahead." You know, it's, don't don't be like this. Where, where, don't be where like are you this getting this information? Cena is some victim. I'm you not. Know, I'm not saying that Cena is the victim. I'm just a, saying unwinning player in this whole. I'm just whole saying charade. that it's becoming shtick at hey, this point. Hating John Cena is becoming yeah, shtick. Hate, you can't put all reasons. the blame on him you for know, the decisions made like by an question. entire company. It's like that question on the Facebook group that we got. Who put this question on the Facebook group? Where one of our uh, great mayhemers was wanted to ask everybody, "Oh, how many five star matches does Cena have to have before you guys stop hating him?" Look. The quality of the matches is never the issue. Well, okay, it was the issue, but that was like ten years ago. It's not the issue anymore. Oh, no one's going to sit here. No, if he listen, if he starts fighting Orton again, it will become an issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I will freely admit that he can't have good matches with people who can't have good matches. Well, yeah, but if he's the United States champion and he, he's he gets not, to have a a match with you know some young spry guys every night at nine o'clock when the crowd is still fresh, come on, sword. You with me on this? Wait, what, yes, what, the, 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 playing right yes, into his. I don't hands. want any part of this. I don't right want any part hands. of this. I'll go out there at nine o'clock and have a match with Dean Ambrose. Let Roman Reigns stoak in the booze at eleven fifteen. Yeah, and he tears I, the house down man. every single time. Yeah, you exactly. shut your mouth. He does. Oh, he does. <laughs> don't Sorry. get mad at me because he used Dean it's Ambrose. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. I just want to see more Dean. <laughs> if you're not on the video I version. He went over the Terminator. What more do you want? Is your problem that he beat Seth Rollins, or is your problem that he made Seth Rollins tap out? It's definitely they made him tap out. He does need to get rid of that move. That move move sucks. If I were the person in charge of WWE, Seth Rollins wouldn't have a clean loss since WrestleMania. So this is less to do with John Cena and 
even more to do with the way they're handling Seth Rollins. Thank you very much. Your misplaced anger has been identified. A week ago, whenever he was tapping out Kevin Owens, another bad decision. That ending was bullshit, and I agree. Besides, whenever they go ahead, go ahead, Chach. All right, so here's my thing. What the hell does it matter how he beats the guy? He beat the guy. Seth Rollins is a heel. He can't win clean. It's against the rules. And now I'm turning into Eamon. And I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. It's, it's sad. It, it's sad because he, while you were talking, that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Just forget I'm here. <laughs> Move on. ChargingPlays.com. ChargingPlays.com. I'm going to feel better about himself. <laughs> it, it's, it's difficult for me. I, I'm in this, I, and, and my wife knows, knows, my this, wife. My, my, knows this better than anybody else. I'm in an endless cycle with Cena, and it's been going on for years, where I'm like, all right, I'll put up with it. I'll put up with it. And then like a couple months or so will go by, a month and a half, two months, and I'm like, Fuck this guy. Enough. No more. Matt, I am going to give you a word of advice that I believe came from Maya Angelou. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for this. I'm ready. If you can't change your situation, you have to change your opinion on it. Maya Angelou said that? I don't know. I think. (laughs) I don't fucking. Whoever said it. It's you said it's it. true. It's I you. said it just now. The great philosopher LB once said, <laughs> "And let me tell you, just cheer for John Cena, damn it, and everything it will be fine." <laughs> it really works. No, I'm not shitting you. No. My favorite wrestler wins consistently now. <laughs> Mine's never on anymore. You know, my, my old favorite wrestler. <laughs> Mine is in an endless feud with our truth. By the way, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what my old favorite wrestler's doing? I don't know. He's not wrestling anymore because he has a fucking neck injury. Oh. Daniel Bryan. Hey, you know what? You know what? Yeah, you don't even know. He's releasing books and appearing on Tough Enough. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's a shot in the arm for your career. My new favorite wrestler. Oh, he's the U.S. champ and he defends it every fucking night. Only because they tell him to he, do he's it. The, uh, yeah. he holds it's the, great. He's holding the top title in the company now. Chachi, yeah. Chachi, you got something? Yeah, you know who my favorite wrestler is? Kevin Owens. Uh, it's the young folks on don't, NXT don't every Wednesday that only get an hour compared to the three hours of bullshit I had to sit through to watch two NXT Divas match and a Kevin Owens. I got to tell you, man, I, this is my prescription. If you're really, 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 really tired of Raw, uh, wait till you hear something good happen like, uh, like, like here or uh, just watch SmackDown, dude. You'll be much happier for it. There's good stuff happening on SmackDown. There's more wrestling and uh, no Cena. And no Cena. Or, or you can just watch TNA. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Cut, okay. his Cut, Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. You're not my hero anymore. Jennifer All right. On that like note, hey, TNA. you know, you know who my hero is. Who's your hero, Sorg? You know what? Fuck Hulkamania. Yeah. I'm all about pizza mania, baby. Woo! Yeah. And who's got the best pizza mania Slice in uh, that Slice on Broadway? That's right. These people are here. They're having it. It's in my belly now. <laughs> it's now. true. I ate a They're bunch of it. Now. LB's all about that mouth texture. Oh, don't. Oh, mouth feel, sir. Mouth feel. Sorry. 
He's, he's, he's bringing it in. He's bringing it into the shop for you guys for the visual. There it is. There it is. The pizza. Is there anything left in there? One slice. There's one slice left. Oh, there it is. Slice on Broadway. It brings the people into the couch so they can have very awkward conversations with a monk. With a... Oh, my God. Oh, wow. What's lady happening? Come on. Right yeah, Lady and Trampet. Lady and Trampet. Come on, Matt. Get in on that. Matt, get in on that. There he goes. Slice on Broadway is so delicious. It makes people do weird things over one person's wife. There it is. Check it out yourself. SliceOnBroadway.com here in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Main Street by Carnegie, PA. SliceOnBroadway.com. It'll make you do weird things. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter. Check me out on Facebook, on Slice on, on, on uh, Instagram, and get dirty too. We'll be right back. Chachi Plays for Kids is coming back again. The 24-hour Game-A-Thon for Youth Arts Programs in Pittsburgh. August 7th and 8th at the Toonsium or join us live. ChachiPlays.com. Find out how you can make a difference to and donate today. ChachiPlays.com. Up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, start. Yeah. It's time. He's got a curfew tonight. He's turned into a pumpkin. Actually, he's got a bit of a drive in front of him, so we want to get him out of the studio. And we want to make sure Matt doesn't bitch slap him if things get too rough. <laughs> or, 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 or Will turns back around and, and, and pistol whips him. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm scared. I heard that happen go. to the last guy. Listen, yeah. if this argument goes a half hour or more, we're just going to end up fucking. There's <laughs> only one solution is to make up. That's how exactly. every exactly right. that's how every ho- holiday episode ends. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I get drunk. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> that explains so much. Sword. It's time for the big question, Will. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> so uh this whole Hulk Hogan thing is terrible, right? Right. Um and I think it, we've illustrated that point very got, well. It got me thinking about how like a lot of wrestling fans don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the people who are on his side and the people who are not on his side. But a lot of wrestling fans don't give a shit. They don't know who he is. And it got me thinking about the reason we care is because we grew up with Hulk Hogan. He's been an icon the entire time we've been wrestling fans. So, right. the big question is, what is something from your formative wrestling years that you miss? Something that is lacking from wrestling now? I'll start. I know it's awful for the wrestlers, and I totally respect that this is not a thing anymore, but I love a good hardcore match. I always have, and I haven't seen one in a while, and they always make me have... No, I saw one at RWA. Uh, which what match? What show was that? <laughs> that was the Unleashed match available on PittsburghWrestling.com. Uh, Incredible G. Raver Akuma. Fans bring the weapons match. Falls count anywhere. Great stuff. Great stuff. They don't do that in mainstream wrestling anymore. Have you tried TNA lately? Have you tried no. Bloody Mania at the Gathering of the Juggalos? Because we're just going to have a whole year of you trying to get me to go. Yes, we are. <laughs> it might work. Well, it'll be you and me, LB. Hey. It's a whole other conversation for the Indie Mayhem. Sure. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, my choice is uh, I, I really miss hardcore wrestling. Done well. Now, are we talking like um, garbage cans and pallets and you know stacks of pipes in the backstage? Are we talking like... Light bulbs, uh, glass light bulbs. Wire. No, there's there's a line that only. I mean, you can only cross it every now and then. Like the like 
a barbed wire match. That's great. That's fine. If you do one of, more than one of those a year, you've lost my interest. You know yeah, what I mean? The barbed wire match is like good for like once a decade. Yeah. You're like, oh, a barbed wire match? Oh, I have to see that. And then you see it and goes, okay, I'm good. Yeah. That Sabu Terry Funk thing, yeah. that's that's fine. That's pretty much everyone's yeah. one barbed wire match. Yeah. My, uh, Sabu and Terry Funk, mm, I'm good. Use it sparingly. I, I got I gotta say my uh, my my Friday night involved uh, class for that ass match, uh, <laughs> ca- uh, 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 a barbed wire match, and a uh, a bloody rumble where you have to be bleeding before you can be thrown out of it. That's amazing. Good. Yes. Different. Okay, that might have sold me on I'm telling you guys, like the three nights of wrestling were freaking amazing. <laughs> and that may be enough for you guys to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I think really you guys would kind of dig the culture there. But other than that. So that's me, Sword. Me, um theatrics. Mm. Theatrics. Uh, now I wasn't around in the era where uh Undertaker and Kane were throwing lightning at each other. But I was, uh, I had an interesting uh, interaction where I'm wearing my Ultimate Warrior shirt on Saturday night and I'm walking out to the parking lot. Uh, and, and I ran into someone who was like, he just like, he just launched into conversation with me about Papa Shango and Ultimate Warrior and that weird stuff. And like, we look back at it and so, it's so odd now. And they make fun of it on like Countdown or something, right? But still, like that whole weird theatrical, what is happening here kind of thing, or, or uh, Jake Snake Roberts throwing Undertaker in the snake pit, you know, uh, and, and, you know, that kind of weird, crazy stuff that used to happen back in the day. Or Undertaker in general in the early 90s, right? I, I miss that level of theatrics. And uh, we definitely don't get that today. And I really hope when Kane comes back, they pull out all the stops and just Kane is just ridiculous, crazy, spiritual monster Kane. Because I think that is missing. Um, but yeah. Uh, weird, weird little anecdote. Uh, 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 on top of that, the guy that stopped me to talk about Papa Shango, turns out he was in the backyard wrestling two video game. <laughs> oh wow! So there you go. Um, nice, man. I remember that game. I love that game. Yeah, I remember it. Those games were amazing. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Carlin's. Um. Well, there's a lot of things I miss, but uh, you know one thing I I, I really do miss. Um, and I think it would come in handy these days. I miss the brawl to the back, Sorg. Yes! I miss the non-finish where two guys are just so hell-bent on clubbering each other that they just disappear up the ramp and behind the curtain and are never seen again. And you and don't have it. any... There, we have no cameras to follow them. <laughs> they, they, they're just gone. We'll see you next week. I love it. What, the, and it's such a perfect out for a match where you don't want to do a finish, the brawl to the back. I need that, like, once every couple months. I like that. I like that. Jim Carlin's? What? 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 what your question? <laughs> the big question. Oh, the question. Oh, I don't know. You want to think about it for a little bit? I t- Wheels, how about you? Yeah, thanks. All right. Uh, this brings me to this past weekend's show, the main event with the cage, a.k.a. like the Renegade Games was inspired by War Games, which made me think of LB, this was a great question because it makes me miss the two K, the two ring cage monstrosity that was the real war games. Mm-hmm. And it, it was back then watching that kind of thing. And it was also brings to the other match of the two rings where they had the battle royal in two rings until it came down to one like 
small group of guys had to go into one ring. And I miss those days where it was just that crazy of wrestling that you had to have two rings. Awesome. Yeah, the, the WCW was big about that, weren't they? So, Yes, they were, yeah. Very theatrical. What about you, Chach? Uh, three things. One, I, I kind of agree with both uh, you and LB in uh, hardcore matches and theatrics, only in the form of a 24-7 title defense. Mm. I, I missed the hardcore title during its uh, any time, any place. Uh, two, uh, actual good wrestling, but that's been cured with NXT. Three, David Arquette. Yes. Wait, you want him to come back? Why not? I, I want to know when it... First off, I, I said yesterday that I think he should be DLC for an upcoming WWE game. Okay, that could be fun. They have uh, a lot of space and, left. Right. And secondly, I think he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame if he oh, isn't already. No. Oh, no. You guys want freaking Arrow to have a SummerSlam match, but you want to besmirch David Arquette. <laughs> He's right. He, he had a more memorable wrestling career than... And a lot of WCW. David Arquette accomplished more in wrestling than Virgil did. Yes. Boom. I said it. Whoa. 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 Check that. Whoa. Whoa. But you can find out about the rest of Virgil's wrestling career at <laughs> PittsburghWrestling.com <laughs> and Joe-Dabrowski.com tomorrow on DVD and digital download. <sighs> wow. Riz is on that shit, yo. Yes. Um, uh, Fine, Riz. Jen. Uh, yes. Riz. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm glad nobody took mine because... One thing, one of the arts that hasn't been a thing in a long time were vignettes. Like the the the, the reason they they told a story. They they made they had the background for the wrestler coming in. Why is Razor Ramon talking like this? Why is Mister Perfect so perfect? And those vignettes showed you those backgrounds of those characters. And now you just get Michael Cole and JBL try to discuss something. Yeah. And it falls flat on their face. Yeah. Yeah. You can't funnel through them all the time. <laughs> That's a budget thing. You know what? Just go shoot them on iPhones like they do everything yeah. else. Like, like I, I can't wait until uh, Cass and uh, Enzo come up. Because oh, yes. they're going to use their iPhone for their vignettes if they have some. Do you think they'll let them at that level? Yes. 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 Because that no, it fits no, their gimmick. No. Okay. No. All right. It, it fits their gimmick. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I, I hope that's the first step. Of the, I'm afraid. I like Matt's shaking his head ferociously over there. Uh, but uh, either either them or Tyler oh, Breeze. Oh, 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 oh. I'm thinking it gets to that point. Uh, it's a different production company. It's a different production team, and they're going to say. No, we don't. We're not going to do that iPhone shit, you know. Um, versus NXT is a little more has the younger people involved, and and, and that will find that acceptable. So what is happening? What's oh oh well you're whoa, not, whoa, yeah. whoa whoa I'm what? Will Crotch, uh, are you out of here, good sir? I'm leaving. Bye. 
Okay. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta drive a bunch tonight. I don't want to fall asleep. Not a problem. Not a problem. Jen, do you have anything? Jen, do you have anything while we're doing this transition here? Give her a mic. She's got to talk, talk into the mic before we, we move you here. But we got LB crotch in the way in the in the meantime, of course. Jen was just telling me like three or four things, and I don't know why she's getting all shy all of a sudden. I miss the groups. I miss like the shield. The factions. The factions. The factions. Okay. I dig it. DX. Yeah, that's what actually that's what got me back into it the shield the shield yeah and then they just break them up and yeah and why are you that. and why are you still watching for dean ambrose because you hope they get back together <laughs> there you go and the mic's dean ambrose is the marty oh. Janelli. you shut your mouth riz oh same He's a he's a cockroach that you can't kill, according to his uh, backstage interview. Which oh was man, actually, how awesome that was, was that? A, that was a good interview. That by was the a way. great interview. He, he is a Terminator interview. cockroach. We ran into Mr. McMahon. It was called a cockroach, and he made a whole promo out of it. That's <laughs> he's great. T1000 cockroach. I love that match too. I I love that. Like just like the the key the key. It was a it was something different, right? That he was uh, keeping him out of the ring, and it was just him fighting back, fighting back, fighting back. You know. Um, and but, he was shirtless. And I missed it. I don't know. I keep missing what the most important part of this is supposed to be. But anyways. Um, <laughs> Did everybody go? Everybody here went. Let me let me see. I know our chat's a little weird tonight. I apologize. We're, we're stuck on Ustream. Uh, YouTube was crashing our system. Uh, so we're going to try to figure that out by the next time we do another stream. I, I, I just don't even know. And uh Okay. What were you looking at me? No, there's a chat. There's a chat over in your general direction. Uh, but anyways, the uh, I didn't really set a, a, a prize for this one, but let us know on the uh, Twitters. Uh, what do you miss from your childhood in pro wrestling? And I think uh, we'll uh, tell you what we will do. I don't know. I, I, got, I got I got an idea, sword. What what what? In in honor of the uh, Virgil DVD. Mm-hmm. How about we give? Uh, uh, what was that? The IWC show with Virgil in it. The reboot. Uh, oh, reboot. Reloaded. Yeah. Reloaded. How about you get yeah. IWC's Reloaded with Virgil as a surprise entrance in there. Also includes Tommy Dreamer becoming the IWC champion. Also a surprise. A very Spoiler fun show. Alert. It's on the cover. <laughs> Dude, he's on the cover were, with the belt. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you going to have that one? Anyways, that was the whole yeah. marketing campaign behind the DVD. Like, watch Tommy Dreamer win a championship. It was, uh, it was kind of the point. Uh, but anyways, that will be your freebie <laughs> this week if you participate. Hashtag WMS Big Question on Twitter. Please follow us as well so we can DM you your prize. And uh, let us know uh, what, what, what do you miss from your childhood. We had some answers from last week. Some people like to email us. We'd rather you do it on Twitter. But some people have a lot more than 140 characters. The question of last week was, "What makes a good feud?" And well, uh, that's the point, sir. And the, win- the, 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 the the we're passing out VOW's Rumble Party uh, from Jan- January with guys like Sabu on it, it's Rhino, crazy stuff, uh, hardcore match, barbed wire. Speaking of which, LB he left. Uh, but uh, no, we had Lanford Paul on the Twitters hitting us up. Uh, he's been uh, participating in this a, a good bit. Uh, Jimmy Valen had some great feuds with uh, Paul Jones Army. I'm not familiar with those. I'll have to check those out on the network, I guess. Uh, Dusty Rose feud with the Ho- Four Horsemen is a perfect example. And also said whatever Eamon said last night or last week uh, was was 
was said perfectly about what makes a feud. So uh, go back to last week's episode and figure out what that was. Uh, from Antonio Garza, WrestlingRevolution.com. DMS, here's my answer for what makes a good feud. Much of that, uh, much that I would think were already mentioned, so I'll just add a bit to what Eamon mentioned. I really liked what Eamon said last week. Holy crap. <laughs> and uh, take it up a notch. It's nice when you see the type of feud work into a match. Uh, but I'll say that the best is when the feud plays into the show itself. Examples. One, from last Monday, Brock didn't wait until his segment to come out and fight Taker. As soon as he got to the arena, he ran to the ring and got in a fight. Two, at ROH's death before, before Dishonor 5678, uh, Jer- Generico interrupted the first match in the first minutes. I, it, the, the, the text is weird. It's scrunched together. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, the first match in the first minutes and called out Kevin Steen. Steen now! And what did Steen do? He went there and started the show with the biggest feud of the year. Uh, fuck following a program. These two hate each other and they're not going to wait for the program to kick each other's ass. Mm. I, I like that. I, when it feels real, right? Like that. Where it's like, no, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. It's not a segment. It's not waiting for this. I'm going to find him in the back. I'm going to make this happen. We're, we're doing this. Um, you go back to the email. I just uh, feel it adds so much more to the wrestlers uh, when the wrestlers do more than just have a match. Calling people out, looking for someone backstage, all those things, when well executed, add so much to a feud. Then simply, I hate you. Uh, but I'll wait for Garcia to introduce you and lock you in a he- in a headlock. Uh, off topic, as a side note, the uh, WWE cock blocking ROH ever going to be talked about on the show? I think at some point uh, this will need to be addressed. Things are happening, and eventually. That pot will boil. Later's zero LPS plus the existence of Stephanie McMahon. What would what would wrestling be without her? <laughs> Hashtag Divas Revolution. Um, and there's a following email about how much uh, 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 Stephanie McMahon is a terrible person. We'll get to in a moment. Uh, but there you go. Thank you for that. Uh, you guys are gonna get some BOW Rumble Party. And I'll try not to. I don't have a vacation to get in the way of that this week. So I'm sorry for the delays on a lot of things last week. Uh, one little response to Garza mm-hmm. on the ROH thing. I, I I would love to feel bad for ROH, but when they're like scheduling shows for the Dallas Fort Worth area on WrestleMania weekend, I'm mm-hmm. like, it's not like you're running away. Um, oh, if that's how ROH wants to play it, then that's how you play it. Yeah, yeah. And you know and, what? And, they're good enough to go. They're good enough when they're at their best. They're good enough to go toe to toe, and they're definitely good enough to draw against NXT, even though they don't have the big marketing machine. I think as far as in-ring quality goes, ROH might be just a step ahead right now because of the talent purge that's gone on, especially since the three divas left um, NXT. Why everyone's scared? You know, I, I don't look at it as uh, ROH getting blocked. I look at it as ROH kind of, uh, I don't know if they're embracing it, but they're kind they're of, competing. they're not running from it. No, no. In my eyes, shouldn't. they're not running from and it. And they shouldn't. And they no. shouldn't. There's nothing to keep them from that. Why not uh, latch onto that a little bit and get, some, get a little bit of shine from it? I mean, I love the idea of being able to go to a WrestleMania to a SummerSlam and catch it in an ROH show. And yeah, when an NXT thing like, like came up this, I would make a decision between that, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think I would be happy with either decision. So. Now, the, the the big problem right now is that, like, what the hell is Jushin Thunder Liger doing on an NXT show in Brooklyn on the same night that the biggest stores of New Japan are doing a show with ROH in a ballpark on the other side of Brooklyn? Now, that's when you start to get a little weirded out, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. is there something else going on here? Because New Japan, that talent exchange with New Japan and ROH has been huge for both sides. Right. But if Don't... New Japan is going to get in bed with WWE... 
that's a problem. For, wow. For, for well, they race. already are a little bit, aren't they? With the talent exchanges and the people trying no. out from over there? Well, I mean, are, are we talking about Ring of Honor? And I'm talking Japan? about WWE. They're already involved, mm-hmm. and they're very name-dropping, and I think they... who did They, they, they name-drop them, but there hasn't been a New Japan talent in WWE. Not a signed talent, you're saying, right? Yeah. But, but if, uh, I, I think there's definitely a working relationship with these guys coming over. There was the tryouts of a lot of those guys when they were over there with New Japan. Um, who helped them? Didn't they get a co-promoter or something to do that Beast the Beast show? Beast in the East show? Like I, I thought they name dropped somebody that helped co-promote. I don't know, but or I don't. Maybe think... I'm confusing with like uh, the TNA show, perhaps. There was definitely um, they definitely got some assistance. WWE yeah. definitely got some assistance as far as the production side go when, right. whenever they went over right, there. Right, I don't right, know if right. that anything. I, I, you're, you're, I'm often an area where I'm not. My expertise is That's waiting a, yeah, yeah, as no. we speak. But yeah, I'll be interested in that. Okay, anyways, if you want to support indie wrestling, Japanese wrestlers sometimes, uh, etc., go start over at prowrestlingtees.com slash WMS. Some great shirts, some great designs by the great uh, Alex Cars. And you can check out uh, shirts by other uh, great wrestlers. Uh, I just saw. Uh, Oh, who is the wrestler? Uh, uh, suit. Uh, where's Eamon when I need, need it? Uh, but there's a lot of people coming up. DJ Z actually has Shinsuke a new shirt. Nakamura. There, there's Nakamura. He's in there. Um, uh, DJ Z, Zima Ion, friend of the show. Saw him earlier uh, uh, this year on the Indie Mayhem show. Uh, he, I know, saw him announce on Twitter he's going to have a new t-shirt coming on ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not just ProWrestlingTees.com that we have stuff going on. If you go over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com, you can go over to the side. There's all kinds of ways and subscription buttons. And uh, there's a Pro Wrestling Tees button. But right below that, this awesome uh, Mayhem Club. Uh, and there's our new Spreadshirt Shop, uh, the great Mayhem Club shirt that i know uh uh you're sporting uh, uh from time to time matt sure uh, you could be riz you can uh pick up a chachi play shirt which uh proceeds do go to the cause if you do pick up a shirt or sweater through here uh, does, that, does that say i'm a chachi says guy that says it sure a, does yeah it does there's and one there's next the, to it with a cross there's through one crossed out too. those are still up there okay uh, but uh, you also don't be a smart ass from a few weeks ago. So if you want to dig those, you want to wear them to wrestling shows, we're going to try to come up with a few new designs like this from time to time uh, as we get some good stuff. And I'm going to clean out some of this. There's some there's weird stuff. Like, I don't know who this guy is. There's like a giant face. I don't know. What are we, what are we I've doing? I've seen that guy before. I don't know. Who is that guy? Uh, but anyways, we're the old uh, uh, Mayhem World Order that we got. I was wearing that around a little bit. Just, just don't comments. take down the, uh, whatever you do, don't take down the should I wrestle that. No, you don't like you, you, really big fan. Love that one. Big fan of that one. I wear that from time like, to time. You know, we need a wheel shirt there somewhere. <laughs> a wheel. Just a wheel shirt. One tire wheels. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Go check out. Support the show. Put some clothes on your back uh, if if you would like to. If you're digging some of the designs. All right, let's get into. We got another email, um, but. First of all, okay, so you got something you want to say too, right? Uh, we'll, we'll touch on what that. What would I like to talk about? You first. said you wanted sixty seconds to talk about something. Uh, Should we start the you, clock? ROH thing, or what? What was the thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, there, there are two things I, I wanted to get mentioned here on the back end. Okay, um, and I'll just do them right now. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, just because it's been a hot topic on the Facebook group, uh, Ring of Honor has apparently lost its eight o'clock time slot on Destination America. Holy crap! And it's been taken over by a barbecue mm-hmm. show because. Destination America. Destination America, yeah. <laughs> and anyway, uh, I guess they'll still be on at 11 o'clock. 
But they, that's not a good they, sign. They were still, uh, I saw the numbers a couple of weeks ago, and they were getting about half of what TNA was getting. Yeah. But also, keep in mind, there are how many times through how many other networks, too. Yeah, and you're airing a show that's already aired on the Sinclair broadcast. Right, program. right. It's not a um, premiere episode, so... It's not an original programming. And as Mad Mike and I so eloquently discussed for <laughs> about 20 minutes on the Midweek War this past week, uh, I'll, I'll be up frank with you guys. The Ring of Honor weekly television show since it got on Destination America has not been very good mediocre at best. It's been really uneven. The in-ring has been great, but it's really tough to hang with because it just doesn't drag you through from one episode to another. Anyway, they lost their 8 o'clock time slot on Destination America to a barbecue show. Life goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hey, other thing... Of- barbecue Pitmasters is a good show. It's a great show, Riz. It's a great show. I just want to eat my television every time I'm watching it. Mmm. Um, Iron Mixon can get it. That's <laughs> What happened? Um, Sorgatron, at our at your our, our friend Buddy implored me that this year I need to watch the G1 climax. I've been hearing about this in New Japan World. I heard somebody saying like I watched G I watched the first night of climax and now I need a nap. And I didn't understand they were talking about wrestling at first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's this is insane, Sorg. No one. No one can keep up with this tournament. They're having shows almost every single night. And they're having tournament matches almost every single night. And I can't watch all these matches. So I'm just <laughs> I'm kinda nitpicking top of the card, just whatever matches I think are good. And I'm I'm keeping up with it. And I, and I didn't watch the show that was on this morning. There was another show on this morning, because of course there's always another show on the G one climax. And you gotta watch it like six in the morning. Um, but my kids didn't wake me up early enough to catch it. Anyway, I'll try to watch it later point is a lot of great matches but an overwhelming amount of content but if you're going to try to get into the g1 climax because it's not too late just just go find all the matches featuring kota ibushi golden star kota ibushi he does the flippy stuff that the kids love this dude is awesome he's had an amazing match with tanahashi he's had an amazing match with aj styles already this dude is money he had like Perhaps had the match of the year back at the start of the year against Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom. Kota Ibushi is kicking all types of ass right now, Sorg. So if you're going to get on the G1 train, go find that guy right now. I'm looking at so far. I'm looking at the history of this thing, and 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 uh, uh, past winners include two times Andre the Giant and one time Hulk Hogan. Well, that's interesting. That's crazy. That's interesting. Very that's interesting. really interesting. Um, but uh, wow. Uh, so, so this is like, I can't believe something like this exists. Of course, only in Japan, right? It's crazy. And it's all like round robin. So they, they, apparently it used to be even crazier. Uh, like I said, this is the first year I've really tried to keep up with it. Uh, but from what I heard in years past where they, they split the wrestlers, they have like two groups of 10 and they all have like round robin matches to amass points. You get points for wins, etc. Um, but apparently, like, in years past, they would just have, like, ten matches on one card on a single night. And they have, like, ten singles matches. And just night after night after night until all these wrestlers were just dead. Just all, like, busted up, <laughs> broken down. This year, they're kind of, like, laying off, like, five matches a night. And then the next night, the other group has their singles matches. And everyone else gets to do, like, six-man tags. And kind of, like, lay low and a little bit and rest up. And then they maybe get one day off here or there. So they've kind of eased up on the schedule. And I heard that, like, in the past, the tournament matches would be a lot shorter. This time, the tournament matches are a little bit longer. 
which obviously means better matches. You're getting like good, like 15, 20 minute matches featuring these guys. Good stuff. It, it's kind of like what Bound for Glory wanted to be, mm-hmm. but it failed to be because there you can't really you can't really duplicate what they they did over it in, in, for the G one Classic. It, it it is the best. It, it is it tops King of the Ring, I think. I feel like there's like a, a Karate Kid best of the best type movie that should come out of this. Like as more I'm reading about this, and I love WrestleZone. It says WrestleZone will attempt to provide coverage and results for as many of this year's G1 as possible. I appreciate that honesty because I am attempting to watch it, and I'm only getting like two or three matches. Basically, I've been lucky to get like the top two or three matches on each card, and like I haven't seen these tag matches. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, I see them. Like oh, here's the guy who misses the headbutt every time. I'm gonna watch this tag match because Hanuma's hilarious. And, um, and, like, yeah, and here's this goofy, weird Toro Yano, just this weird, blonde-haired, chubby guy wow. who does weird stuff, and then I'll, I'll kind of watch that. But it, it is tough to keep up with. But, um, like I said, if you're going to seek it out, um, go right. find Ibushi and uh, go find Styles and Tanahashi. That was longer than 60 seconds. I didn't sure mean to. I, I, but you know right. what? Here on the Mayhem Show, 60 seconds. Eamon taught us a long time ago. I 60 mean, seconds I mean, actually means like five Chachi, or ten minutes. Chachi was here when we actually timed Eamon. Yeah. And you went past what Eamon stopped at. I, I did my spiel, and you guys engaged me in the conversation, so we're just we're talking now. We're just we're doing doing this is not my time. doing a thing, man. The problem I have with watching Japanese wrestling is not being able to understand them. Yeah. You see, I used to think no, that, that see, would... that's the thing. I can't watch it without the commentary. See, I thought that would be a problem too, but now I don't care. Because, I, <laughs> you know what, I actually think I prefer the Japanese commentary to most things I get in English, Sword. Definitely. I don't know what that guy... It's more emotion than what they say. It's more emotion than what they say, exactly. And I don't know what that dude in New Japan saying, but I'm pretty sure he's better than Michael Cole. And, and and I just you know and, and general chuckle at me because I'll laugh every time he calls like I'm not gonna I try to do like one of his calls and he's like you know Larry Auto or he's like High Fly Flow or something like that and it's just like <laughs> Rainmaker Rainmaker yeah just awesome she would be the only one to chuckle. Wow. All right, we're but running. That, that, but, oh, another yeah. funny thing about the, another ahead. funny thing, not since we're talking about the commentary, and since we already brought up Jushin Thunder Liger, Jushin Thunder Liger was a guest commentator on and the image of Jushin Thunder Liger with his headset on, this giant mask <laughs> sitting at the table. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Well, hey, you know, we're running kind of late here, so I don't want to get uh sorry, Ciro. We're gonna uh basically he's he's uh got a question. Uh, Stephanie McMahon is a terrible person and, and some more stuff about Cena and Rollins, uh, which I think we definitely did that to death a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, but he's got some stuff about PWG we'll talk about on the Indie Mayhem show. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to know, what did you guys learn from wrestling this week? Wheels? Wheels? Let's see. What did I learn? I have learned that when watching a steel cage match... And you hear certain music, you see babies fly. What? 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 And if you want to know more about that story, if you're lucky, I might mention it on the Indie Mayhem show, Sword Let's Me. Oh, my. Oh, my. I can't wait to edit this one. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, Riz, what did you learn from wrestling this week? 
What? What'd you learn from wrestling this wow. week? Wow. Um, uh, no, I was still wedding about that. <laughs> oh. Did I break you, Reese? Uh, uh, I learned that um, that no matter what you do, if you do it for a very, very long time, you're going to get too big even for your own ego. And I think that's what happened with Hulk. He got way too big okay. for his own ego. Okay, I got you. I got you. What about you, Chach? I learned that Stephanie McMahon is the savior of wrestling. <laughs> there you go. And, and you know what? Man. To a point, they're right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, she said yes. That's right. There you mm-hmm. go. Matt yeah. Garland. That is correct. She I, said I, yes and saved wrestling. That's right. Matt Garland. So I, th- I think the best – what I learned from wrestling this week, perhaps the best piece of advice I – I read online um, over the past week when we went through all the drama that we've gone through together. Keep the WWE at arm's length. Just the the more you, if you when you try to embrace it, it turns on you. And I think that's part of what happened with Hogan. I think sometimes it's when I get upset about Cena. Keep the WWE at arm's length. Just watch. Don't get too invested, don't you think, hon? Because you'll get hurt. Because you'll get hurt. You'll break your heart. <laughs> What about you, Jen Carlins? What I learned. Well, I've learned that SummerSlam will be the last viewing spectacular at the Carlins' house of fun. Oh, no. That's right. So I want all you guys to be there. I gotta let you know. Due to declining attendance. Riz. Riz. And the Carlins looking for a new home. Oh. And the general declining quality of the pay-per-views, wouldn't you say? It kind of sucked. I mean, how many temper tantrums <laughs> do you guys really want me to have? There you go. There you go. None, really. None. Exactly. Exactly. But most part, construction to our house, mm-hmm. nobody will make it. Apparently the city's trying to cut us off from the rest of... Uh, Allegheny County story. What? They're like trying to take out Route 51. Are you I know no one that, that, listening outside good. of Pittsburgh. Like is even understand. on even on a Sunday night, they are I, ripping I'm like, out the road. Oh yeah, jeez. Oh, and it's down to one lane. Yeah. Oh jeez, how and am I going to get to the wrestling shows? I have to work. You're you're screwed. You're screwed. And there ain't no Parkway South. Hell I like no. to say. <laughs> and there ain't no Parkway South. That's truth. That's oh. fact. Oh, well, thankfully I only have to go to White Oak this Saturday. Uh, but anyways, I learned, uh, I learned what's more devastating than thumbtacks, barbed wire, and glass for that ass match. Legos. Damn right. All those bastards Legos. Yeah, they do. And we'll talk about that on the Indie Mayhem Show. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, from the, um, Facebook, sorry, real quick, Matt Taylor. Uh, Hogan has always been used, has always used the hard R, brother. Uh, that you die fighting on the Bellas or live long enough to become one. From uh, same, uh, learned that my heroes are falling from grace one by one. At least I still have Shark Boy to look up to from Andrew Cars, or actually Alex Cars. Uh, TNA spoilers make me sad from uh, Mad Mike. Uh, uh, Sean learned that uh, even in death, Dusty Rhodes is still part of the TNA booking team. What? Okay. Got me. Uh, Jen, you said be careful what you say; it will affect you in the future. Okay. Uh, my sister is on here. Uh, she joined us recently on on the on the group. Uh, even your bedroom is not safe or private. I hope she's talking about 
Hulk Hogan. Uh, Bob, uh, Bobby F. Town learned that Seth Rollins tried to shatter the glass Cena by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Garza learned that people are way too sensitive to words. Just kidding. Like Al Patron says, uh, I already knew that. Um, and he did learn that, however, uh, uh, ROH signing Roddy to an exclusive contract just made Battle of Los Angeles a must-attend show. That'd be the PWG one, of course. And he's got some other comments, and we'll look to use those later. Uh, sorry, I'm seeing things over here, uh, apparently. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Everybody, and I'm sorry, again, the stream was a little wonky tonight. Uh, and, and we got Hulk Hogan's in our face and everything. It's been very weird. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us WrestlingManshow.com Live at WrestlingManshow.com Is when it usually works At about 9pm Eastern Time Join us for about Three hours of podcasting About wrestling And so much more uh, So <laughs> So with that Creepy Hulk Hogan Wrestling buddy And everybody else uh, We'll see you guys next time Mayhem out Just wait Just wait This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.